crossovers. We have the theme song. It took 19 episodes for us to get a theme song. Shout out to got- Amen. Shout out to Amen for delivering the theme song in the quickness, in the timeless manner possible. Um, You're doing that thing again. What thing? Where you get mad wordy. Oh. We're supposed to introduce the motherfucking episode. It's the extravaganza. The it's 20th the 20th episode. episode extravaganza. The 20th. Unison. The, the longest episodic running podcast in Nigga. history. Nigga, we've only got like 20 episodes. We only got 20 episodes. 21 if you Set. count that one that was deleted when we first tried to record it, but it didn't work out. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Nonetheless, <laughs> 20 episodes. We're here. We've got special guests in the house. Three. Three special guests and Amen holding up the door. <laughs> we'll just have him answer the phone every time it rings. Hello. What's good? Um, we have special guests. We have Blanco here. What's up, Blanco? What's going on, guys? We have Swisher House here. Swisher Sweet. Swisher Sweet. <laughs> Swisher House. Fuck. I'm sorry. You a jackass. He's still. Tipping. And then we have Bass Bear. We have bass beer here. Everyone's here. Mad air horns and lasers, my niggas. Is that going to be put in post or no? Post? What's post? What's post? Probably, Probably. Angel. <laughs> no, <laughs> Email no. it to Angel. Angel has like sound effects. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> There's a random okay. kazoo in the background after every joke. Word. With it. What's up? We have him here like. for this 20th episode. Yeah. Cool. Just off the heels of his release for his EP Skyview. It's really not that serious. It, it's no, pretty it's, serious. It's a promo run. Yeah, Come right. on. Yeah, you, you're pretty yeah. lit, my nigga. <laughs> this is Skyview, premiered on Hype Track, available cool. now on SoundCloud, available on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. You can you can purchase it on Bandcamp, I believe. Yeah, you can just do pay what you want. Just, um but I think it's done in like British pounds, so I don't know what that equates <laughs> to. Oh, okay. Like, so do they convert it for you or is there a fee? Yeah, yeah. No, they convert you. Oh thank okay. God. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh, you did it via Future Beats Records, right? Yep. How long have you been a Future Beats affiliate? Um, it's been about two years now. Two because years. Uh, the way that that started was Bass Bear told me about this radio show called Future Beats that mm-hmm. uh, the guy Complexion did. And uh, he's still doing it, of course. And he said, send him some tracks. Mm-hmm. And the rest is pretty much history. Like It, just, uh, it was an organic relationship that kind of just fostered into them starting a record label. And they were, they were reaching out to me, um, I want to say... Right before my EP dropped, because I already had like some songs working on it, and then they were like, "Drop it with us," and I said, "Yeah, sure, go for it." And it's been good ever since, honestly. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. So how did like how did you guys all meet? Because I know you and Bass Bear are both from the Bronx and both from Riverdale, but yeah. like Swish is all the way in like L.A. Yeah. So the way that we met Swisher was through another friend of ours from Parkchester mm. who goes by the name of Kush Jones. So uh-huh. he's another producer slash DJ in the Bronx. And he already had a relationship with Swisher Sweet over the internet through SoundCloud. And so we just thought, you know, a friend of Kush Jones is a friend of ours. And um, we decided to go to L.A. this past February to go and meet up with Swisher. And we stayed in his house. Uh, we saw your dog, your, <laughs> your random ass cats, um, your mom. Wait, like random cats? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how many cats you had. <laughs> Are you like a cat person? Do you have like mad cats, Swisher? Uh, I got three, but I'm not like a crazy cat dude. My mom's kind of the crazy cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got a cool dog though. Shout out to Roxy. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, and um, yeah, we kind of just met up through there. I don't know how your mom allowed this just to like stay <laughs> in the crib for like that long. Honestly, how long right. were you guys staying? Um, that was like I want to say a weekend. Yeah, over just the a weekend. weekend. This is a weekend. Yeah, it's but it's like bad. okay. I'm 27. 
you know, Bass Bear Dude, at the time was the most a, important part. What? Just Ray just calls me and like, like <laughs> Ray just need to elaborate on. It. I can't even like. Please. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much it. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, I pretty much just invaded this dude's whole life. Just like called him. I was like, listen, I got these tickets to LA. I'm sleeping in your house. I don't care what you say. Yeah, that's right. That that, that wasn't prepared at all. We were trying to figure out how, just like, where to stay in LA. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Totally winged it. But he said, but he said it was cool. So I was like, all right, cool. We're nice. We don't. <laughs> We don't do crazy shit. Right, you don't leave hair around the house or nothing crazy like nah. that. Nah. <laughs> leave dumps that you can't flush. Yeah. Like, nah. Yeah, that's, that's the harsh. cruelest shit. <laughs> we just need to plant some seeds. Oh. And no dumps. <laughs> no dumps. So, y'all, yo, yo, that sounds like entrapment. Y'all met a nigga named Swisher Sweet through a nigga named Kush Jones. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Kush Jones is the plug. Oh, man, that's awesome. But, yeah, but now, you know, Swish is a cool dude. So, you know, we we all just became, like, just buddies after, like, all these that's experiences lady. and, like, South by Southwest, too, yeah. you know, just running around. What about South by Southwest? Because you've done a lot of traveling yeah. um, over the past year, and it's just sort of expanded. I don't know if that sort of had an effect on your music or anything. Um, I wouldn't say that it has an effect, so to speak. It was uh, more along the lines of, like, networking, really, mm-hmm. and just, like, seeing the people – that uh i followed online in real life and just see what they're about and um the first time i went to south by southwest it wasn't with bass bear because bass bear was going with some other friends that Mm -hmm. were some rappers so i just went by myself actually and i have people already in houston you know living there and stuff Mm -hmm. in austin and um we were just trying to figure out how to get this all together and i remember just hopping off the shuttle bus like right by south by southwest and main street and i had all my luggage and i was just going to like different venues and stuff with like all my shit just going back and forth trying to look for these people that right. told me to come right. you know to south by and that was just like a weird ass experience like i was homeless for at least you know a couple of hours just trying to figure <laughs> this shit out but oh, um no nah, it was just a really cool experience like south by southwest definitely teaches you how to hustle right and it definitely teaches you to just like uh, networking, you know, just especially since out. it's so congested now with so much people, it's become this like monster now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just over the last few years, where it's just like everyone's there and everyone's even people who like I don't even know if they like. Well, like, what do you do? Like, but you're here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of weirder now these past couple of like uh, South by Southwest events because it's more DJ, you know, oriented mm-hmm. when South by really was a live act yeah. kind of like experience so it's it was just like, see, like previously like live <laughs> bands like indie bands and things like that and and a lot of other different things of that sort but yeah i, I mean this i'm used to sort of in terms of your music i guess the the future screw yeah from, mm-hmm. from a while back Those are the guys. so what's so what transitioned you from there to now um just just being forced to really because of the whole like SoundCloud police and just copyright oh. infringements and all that. Like I really couldn't do Chopped and Screwed edits anymore because of that reason. And even before doing Chopped and Screwed, like I was doing productions with like a, a close friend of mine that I knew since like pre-K. And right. we just made beats just to keep in touch because he moved, you know, when we were younger. Mm. And so, um, you know, I was making beats like that since like high school. And then when I came back actually here to this radio station – I started to DJ and then just go back into like chopped and screwed stuff. And the way the whole future screw thing kind of started was that um, the guy that really started it all, Trill Scott, uh, he was the one that reached out to me. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I saw that he did like a uh, chopped and screwed edit of like a Cashmere Cat like remix or something like mm-hmm, that. And I was right. following Cashmere Cat at the time too. And yeah, he was just like, yo, like you have a really dope sound and you're not even from like Houston or anything like that. And it's right. just really cool. And that's how the the relationship kind of started with that whole Future Screw crew out there in Texas. And they were the ones that tell me to come to South By and, you know, just get to meet everybody and stuff. And uh, yeah, that, that whole chopped and screwed stuff in general opened mm-hmm. up a lot of doors. You know, um, just doing like songs with, you know, like the Lock Cam Chopped the Screwed Edits, mm-hmm. the Sango stuff. I did the stuff for Cashmere Cat. And I met all these people off the strength of those edits. So I can't. Yeah. I w- yeah. I would love to like get back to that, that Chopped and Screwed, like, you know, songs that I used to do. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Time will tell. You had to drop down like what Mix Cloud? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Watch out for this. Nah, we're going to put it on Hulkshare. Hulkshare. <laughs> Hulkshare? Hulkshare is back. We're going to put it on Lime Links, niggas. The oh, 31st God. leading <laughs> aggregator in, you know, <laughs> sharing music and things like that. Um, but even with, you've seen, like, you've met all these people. You've seen, the like, the success that now Cashmere Cat is having. Have you ever thought, have any of you ever thought, and really just sort of the transition of when you eventually grow and just be go- going into the mainstream and how yeah. everything is just how music is going to change and how just the future, I guess. Oh, like, can we, do we see ourselves in Cashmere Cat's yeah, position in yeah. the future? I, I see you guys as the future of music, really. Because you guys know. are the underground. Oh, God. The underground <laughs> is like the future. Now I'm sweating. Now, you know what it is? Okay, so <laughs> Cashmere Cat's been in the game for a while. And I don't Probably. think people realize that he was like a DMC, you know, DJ champion. And mm-hmm. he, his original name was DJ Final, and he has, like, a MySpace that still exists. And that's where um, his bread and butter really came from, was DJing. And then he started producing, and he kind of just was able to make that transition. And I think that's what everybody's really trying to do. Right. Because, you know, like, DJing and putting mixes up and doing all that stuff can only take you but so far. And I feel like people that produce records, the right. only way to get their records out is to be their own DJ. Right. And just mm-hmm. push it out and just have the right people around them to kind of just bring it all home and you know get it to the right people definitely Lord. yeah well, niggas so, out here grinding I yeah see ya. i mean that that's really what it comes down to you know we we appreciate soundcloud we appreciate the internet and stuff but it's really about you know in real life connections like a lot of just irl kind of like meetups and stuff mm-hmm. just to get a feel for everybody because you know the way that people act on the internet and the way they act in front of your face will always it's be different, different you know because yeah. it's either they have like some sort of character or some sort of you know reputation uh, one question I really wanted to ask you about is um, Future Beats and your Future Beats affiliate member. I don't really understand. Uh, it's still an affiliate because yeah. like none of us is under contract, and I think oh, okay. Future Beats in general didn't want to start going into like a record label just yet. It's um, it's just really just a bunch of people coming together with a similar sound to mm-hmm. try to just push that agenda of a quote unquote Future Beats um show future beats music you know that the whole experience pretty much so yeah i'm not really signed or anything like that and then what about beat house um not signed with those guys either it's just an affiliation it's just an orga- it's just an organic relationship and how do you guys get into contact with beat house base base Bear, just explain that because like you're the ones that set up the connections not oh, me yeah he's <laughs> a plug, yeah, he's a plug honestly just, i don't even, i don't even know every time i have to i have to like elaborate on how i met somebody how i did my connections it's always like a blur to me you know what i'm saying like Pretty much, um, I've been no, following B House for maybe two, three years. Like before, I met Fresh Daily, the head uh-huh. honcho, and you know, I went to his shows. I was like, "Yo, man, fucks with your shit, heavy." You know, reciprocated back. He's like, "Yeah, man, it's all love." Next thing you know, like it was just all like reference from a friend because I wanted to finally participate with their programs and stuff. So it just became like hit him up, 
yo, I want to do something with y'all. He was like, bet, put me on some, put me on some lineups, some, you know, help him out with a few things. It's been awesome ever since. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it does. Net- networking and, and just meeting people. I think that's a, I think that's a part of, you know, the game a lot of people now are missing just because everything is so internet based mm-hmm. yeah. and everything is just so like you can create a, a following for yourself on the internet, but you really have to sort of get yourself out there. And I think that's what a lot of people, you know. Yeah, and you guys yeah. do that by hand just by yeah. just going out there and DJing. Just gotta hit people up. Yeah. You just and gotta hit people up. It, Some people are just intimidated by the face of the internet. You know, you yeah. got those strong personalities and it's like, oh, I don't know if this dude's gonna fuck with me or whatever. Maybe he's trying to play me when I see him in person. But you don't know until you go up to that person. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're the Fugazi one and you're the real one. You don't know. Ultimately. It's really all an act of faith. Like me going to South by Southwest the first time, all these guys could have been assholes. But just because we all had similar musical tastes and we all just Mm. buy with each other online, that um, I think that helped a little bit in the process of like meeting them. Because if I didn't know their music and I only met them strictly online, I think that would have been a much tougher experience. Like music definitely is the, the lubricant for all these like... Music's you know, the lube. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Music's the lube. Yeah. <laughs> just like rub some music on your hand and just, oh, <laughs> just go to town. <laughs> go to town. I have right. found the title for what? this podcast. Music <laughs> is the lube. <laughs> um, oh, God. But yeah, man, I don't know. Do you, do you want to get into, we're, we're at the 20th episode. 20 episodes. It's been a long ride. I guess 20 weeks, whatever. I mean, you guys can almost drink. Like, the, the podcast can almost get a <laughs> yeah, beer. podcast can possible. almost drink. I mean, he could kind of sneak in one or two. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. can't go two turns. Yeah, you know, you got to be like the uncle. You got to, like, sneak in a beer. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess what I want to talk about, I, if we can, you know, it's, it's talk about some current topics that's this whole meek mill and drake situation oh god no, uh, no comment no comment. yo can we get a comment Skippy. from swisher because he's a philly dude so i know i yeah. know he's got like philly perspective on this all i have to say is that meek mill's wilding out that's all right all right yeah. all right so it's certified so if the hood says you wilding out because <laughs> i feel like this is this whole thing all right it's been like a really weird week for it's, like twitter it's been a really sort of really weird and then it's like I'm on Twitter and I'm just seeing everyone's opinions and my brain. It's like watching, like getting a frontal lobotomy because everyone just sort of, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like I compare Twitter to like, um, you know, like a high school playground and everybody <laughs> just circles around and says mad shit right. and just annies up whatever like was said. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's crazy. Like that's why I don't say that much shit on Twitter. Like yeah. I really try to keep my opinions to myself. But that Meek Mill situation. Mm-hmm. I, he uh, didn't, I, I guess uh, it's all stemmed from he didn't tweet his album link. But he tweeted another person's album link, and then he said, well, you know, something, I guess he, he, at least, you know, I wouldn't have had him on his album if I knew he didn't write his own music. And then, they, you know, they found, I guess, the reference track to 10 bands. Yeah, I mean. It's just a, this entire thing it's with ghostwriting. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think it's it's. The reason why it's such a discussion is sort of hip hop is because I guess it's sort of very very taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, as an MC, you're supposed to be able to write your own things, your own words, it's your own experiences that you're supposed to. Yeah, embellish. it's supposed to be very personable, right? Yeah. As opposed to other music where you can easily have someone write, you know, the entire song for yeah. you. Like it, pop records, has right. like yeah. pop records you know. has like twenty writers, and the chorus will be like "Ooh baby, ooh yeah. baby, yeah," <laughs> and it like took four niggas four hours right. to write that shit. Yeah. But um, just in terms of the sort of ghostwriting process, maybe I just want to transition because I was reading this article on sort of medium. I don't, I don't know how you guys necessarily feel about it or anything with sort of, I guess, the idea behind ghost producing. Do you agree A lot with of niggas it? have those. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. 
Kanye? I, yeah, Kanye. Sure. Kanye, definitely. Um, I don't know how I feel about ghost producing, honestly. Like, I think I don't know if I would take that to heart as much as ghostwriting because right. I'm a producer, so I have a bias. So right, of course, right. I would say I don't want to ghost produce. But there's times when uh, I'm in the basement chilling with like Bass Bear and everybody else, and we're just working on music, and somebody mm-hmm. might suggest something or he might put right. something into the track, and then it stays in the track, but you, you know, you may not get the production credit. Mm-hmm. So, is that really considered ghost producing? You know, yeah. th- there's there's always like this this gray area, right? But there's mm-hmm. just some people that just straight up have productions and they don't put the guy's credit or anything. They just pay him off. Yeah. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. pay you up front, but your name is not going to be on the credits, which I think is crazy. You know, low, and low for, it's like that with engineering, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot yeah. of EDM producers have, like, the big name ones have some ghost producers. Yeah, yeah. No, Diplo definitely has ghost producers. Oh, hell yeah. He's like a Super Mario level. Like, every time you go into the ghost castle, that's Diplo's producers. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Oh, so, boo, you know. Boo, yeah, boo. it's just crazy. But there's nothing wrong with that. I think, personally, like, if you look at Kanye West, I think most of us would say that he doesn't produce everything 100% on his own. Oh. But he definitely spearheads the idea right. and tries to he, put he it all together to make, like, a whole, you know, composition. You know what I mean? But there's just some people that literally just jack the whole beat and get like no credit but they think it's okay because you know you pay them up front right and i don't know that's the, that's a moral issue in my opinion mm-hmm. you know if that's right or wrong yeah uh. but um in terms of ghostwriting i don't know i like you know baseball was saying this earlier you know meek mill was probably just writing raps in jail the whole time <laughs> and then he realized that drake doesn't write his own shit <laughs> and he got a little hurt about it you know he, he took offense to it you know? he was sitting on like the lunch line it's waiting insane, to put like the, the idea clicked with to him when like the lunch lady put the biscuit on his tray he was yeah. like this nigga don't write his own raps <laughs> yeah, nigga yeah. threw the tray up in the air <laughs> and fucking rage yeah um, and it's just and it's just crazy that like meek mill had that issue going on and then Nicki minaj was being subliminal and all that and then taylor swift took it the wrong way and then it was just like it's just like this weird free-for-all Ghostface is looking like an uncle just like shin on action bronson too and i'm just like <laughs> oh yeah this is ridiculous like yo oh my god like was... i was like you can't even get it together for just new york like this, nah. this is yeah, yeah it's, it really was a little place. It's like when you see ten, I guess maybe fifteen years ago, we would never have this issue because we don't have these sort of access to these artists in the way that we do. Yeah, but like now, it's like I feel like there's like times where I follow an artist and I'm like, wow, you suck. like you yeah. really are. But that's the thing, like, even this quote-unquote Twitter beef is bullshit. Like, yeah, I think it's completely, yeah. Yeah, I like think the, it's just a way for him to sell more albums and, like, for people to look more yeah. at his projects because they're of like, course. oh, what's he going to say about Drake? Oh, what's Drake going to say about him? Yeah. And and I was trying to show, like, Swisher Sweet. Like, remember the beef DVDs that came out? Like, beef one, two, and three? Like, that was real beef. Like, yeah. people... <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. And, like, that, that doesn't hold the torch to, like, what's going on now. I feel a lot of this stuff is not necessarily premeditated, but it definitely it's more business moves. Mm-hmm. Right. Than like personal vendettas or anything like that. Like I've never seen a beef go as far as beyond Twitter. Yeah. So nobody's yeah. getting clapped anymore. Nobody's mm. gonna get like getting threatened with guns. Nobody's like yeah. getting slapped. I mean, well, only, only Migos. The Migos. Only Migos. Migos yeah. are the Migos. Migos are busting they back. They handle it and, up front. Yeah. And fucking <laughs> Young Thug is getting arrested for trying to shoot a police. I didn't know Young Thug was a terrorist, man. I yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because I am the Taliban. To... <laughs> I come from Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, that that was insane too. Just the entire 
the yeah. the Birdman and Young Thug allegations and mm-hmm. then everything like Birdman sitting up there salty, dump, dumping his fuzzy navel on top of Lil Wayne's head and shit. <laughs> like it looks like a Dragon Ball man. I don't know what's up with that. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. Said he like a Dragon Ball. Yeah. So, and then people are like now asking like, oh, is it over for Drake? Is it like, is it no? Is it he doesn't have a producer? He's like losing all his own. Th- authenticity like what authenticity how authentic you're gonna be when you're that like when you're that in the mainstream how authentic can you be right yeah, like, pretty soon the business so has to take people. over yeah yeah, yeah you, you gotta appeal to, to mm-hmm. appeal with so much people mm-hmm. like it's crazy man yeah no i just i hope i don't get to that position oh. i hope to god like <laughs> I, I hope you don't get that light-skinned either <laughs> just like pose every time yeah like you oh, just in man. pictures like el blanco Nino. nah i'm not even photogenic i'll probably just like look really awkward and shit like, i have no light skin pose in me to even, like pull <laughs> yeah, that off properly you all mayo you all mayo no sasson yeah what here? yeah pretty much I'm not photogenic <laughs> at all i don't like fucking pictures being taken of me yeah 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 no i always have that problem now like um you know taking photos for like press kits and stuff or just mm-hmm. like for promotion i'm just like oh god just like do the back of my head or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Take a picture of my hat. Like, I really don't oh, care. Just man. not my face. Oh, man. Um, what else we got? I mean, also in music, I guess Future has been having this fucking amazing week. Shout-outs to Dirty Sprite 2. Shout-outs to Future. Shout-outs to these niggas in here that have been remixing some songs from Dirty Sprite 2. Yeah, yeah. Right Streets out the gate. watching. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but it's crazy. Like, I look at Dirty Sprite 2 as a culmination of, like, the last three or four mixtapes yeah, that he did. Yeah, that's what it feels Be- like. Yeah, because there's, like, a couple of songs... There's like one song from Beast Mode. Yeah, uh, you yeah. got the one song from Monster. You got one song from Fifty Six Nights, and then the rest is kind of like new material. Like we don't really know. Kind of new material, but yeah. it feels like all the same producers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all you know. He's got he's got the Holy Trinity. It's like Eight O Eight Mafia, Zaytoven, and Metro Boomin. Yeah. Just like killing it right now. So yeah. he, you know, it's just the perfect timing for him to drop an album. Do I think he should have charged for it? No, but yeah. like. He's going to make so much money off yeah. of touring. It's going to be yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, he's just, the timing is perfect for him. And it's very, like, this time it was more organic. He's now, like, you look at his projections and it's like, you know, he's 135,000 in this first week. And it's just, this time it's more organic than anything. I know it's like Honest and Pluto. It was just like a struggle for him to sort of connect to the audience, even though he he was he was definitely connecting with the audience. But it was hard to sort of translate in that into actual people buying it. I, mm-hmm. I think the problem was they just didn't know how to like market and sell future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only way future can do it was just like just doing his own thing. Right. You know, because if you compare even the first Dirty Sprite to this one mm-hmm. is night and day. And if you compare like Pluto to Honest at this point, like there's definitely this kind of like transition where he's just more comfortable with the auto tune. He's more comfortable uh, gargling words and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, you know, he's just he's more into himself and he sounds, you know, he, he just sounds more confident now than, mm. you know, past projects. And you know what? Breaking up with Ciara was probably the best thing that that yeah, happened to him because it just gave him all that fuel to make this heat. Yeah, and it's just like I feel like yeah, breaking up with her and her giant monkey feet was. Probably <laughs> the best idea. Oh god, it's fucked up. She, she got flippers, my nigga. Yo, <laughs> she's got flippers for feet. Oh, I've seen her feet in oh. sandals, my nigga. She oh, could probably sh- grab a banana and peel it with the other foot. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> holy shit! No. Oh man, the, the Sierra slander. Oh uh. man. And she's still, like, did she release an album already? Or? She released an album. It was, um, I guess... She's not even letting Russell Wilson release on her. Like, <laughs> Wow, that's true. That, that is shit is crazy. Oh, Someone my... posted a meme of Future saying, oh, yeah, God told uh, Russell Wilson not to have sex with Sierra. And it's a picture of fucking Future's head over God, like a picture of God holding oh, the Bible. 
I was weak. Nah, that's crazy. Yo, he won the Super Bowl and he can't fuck Sierra. That's some shit. That's crazy. He can't fuck somebody's baby mom. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. She's that's... already been fucked. Yo. It's not like there's any sanctity to withhold. Like Yo, Future really has a kid. Damn. And the child's name is future. future. No. <laughs> he's a legend. Oh. Well, he's had like he's had plenty of kids prior. <laughs> he has plenty of kids God. prior, but it's like he's a legend. What? She named the kid Future. That's insane. Well, I guess that relationship didn't last that yeah, long, so they'll probably change the kid to, like, past or present. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's whatever at this point. Oh, man. It's crazy. Yeah, but that's crazy. He really does have a kid. Like, I don't even know how he is as a baby father. Like, like I never seen him, like, around the kid. You think, nah, you think, think he, he just... like, puts, like, the codeine in, like, a baby bottle and just squirts it on his wrist to <laughs> see the right temperature? Real talk, I did see codeine in a baby bottle at South by Southwest, actually. Oh, that man. That somebody picked up. Yeah, that was crazy. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's... That's just weird. Like he's he's a father, and mm-hmm. he's just like making this like type of album, like Dirty Spray too. And then there was the controversy about the image because it was like a just like a stock photo. Yeah, it's yeah. only an eighty dollars stock photo he found online. Word, fucking all sorts of saving money and yeah. Shit. I need to know what the budget on this album was. Like, was Dirty Spray two like a hundred dollars and like eighty percent went to the photo? Like I have, <laughs> or like I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure he could have gone to the like... three mixtapes prior to that or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I never knew like the logistics of mixtapes because sometimes like. Um, you know, an artist will make a mixtape and he'll sell it off to websites to host it exclusively. Right. But yeah, I don't know what I don't know how much bread is in the mixtape part of like things. I thought the cover to Dirty Sprite Two was just like a pornographic picture of a jellyfish. I didn't <laughs> even know what the fuck it was. Yeah, it was just it was like, like some gobbledygook. Yeah, or some shit like that. It was Ivan know. Ooze. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yo, it's in front of a chemistry book actually. Like <laughs> somebody put I saw, a book. Yeah. yeah. It's dead ass the front of a chemistry book. That yeah, shit looks like a chemistry book. book. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, copy and paste one. Copy and paste. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, but I, I don't know what else has been going on, like, music-wise. Honestly, that whole Twitter stuff has taken over my life, and I'm kind of just over it right now. Like, yeah, I was actually too. upset that Dirty Sprite 2 came out the same time my EP came out, because I was like, shit. Like, how ironic is it that a guy named Future drops his album when I'm trying to drop something on Future Beats, Beats. Records, and it's just like, it's whatever. But shout out to people that supported it so far. Right. How has been the response to it? Um, I think most of the money that was generated was from my family. Oh, okay. but yeah, like shout out to my <laughs> uncle. Shout out to my uncle that didn't realize like it was in pounds because I think he put like ten pounds for the, <laughs> for the album. And I, I was have no idea. Yeah, to convert that. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> damn, like I can pay you back if anything. But yeah, um, it's been doing okay. Like most of the responses have been like through friends and kind of mm-hmm. just people just interested in it, and that's been fun just to see like their response because I haven't really. Right. Um, I haven't really done this type of music ever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to go from Chopped and Screwed to do, like, you know, random, like, remixes and kind of, like, this future-based type stuff to go straight into, like, Club and, you know, uh, Juke and kind of just m- mixing them all together to come up with what was basically the EP because there's just so many th- ideas and so many things going on in, like, those four tracks, you know. And um, I'm just glad that everybody was just able to just appreciate it. And, you know, it's always fun just seeing, like, what people's favorites are and, um, you know, which songs are doing the best in terms of, like, numbers and stuff. That's always interesting to see. Right. Could you got, could you see yourself doing collaborations and, like, with people, you know, with artists, like, singing, rapping over it? Could you see yourself doing that? Over the stuff that I'm making right now? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I really? guess I guess whoever wants to bring that idea to the table, I'm more than welcome, you know, to try to make that happen, like, in terms of, you know, putting vocals on club records and all that stuff that's always really hard to find because i don't know enough thoughts to like <laughs> to do you know little like jersey club like phrases oh, and just, shit you just make them just like thought up their voice a little bit everyone's got that little 
fatty tones. Yeah, my voice. girlfriend has like that like, fatty voice. No, no lie, she really does. And Shout out to Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important supporter of the podcast. She is not a thought. She's not caught up actually to like even like the double digit episodes. <laughs> I no, think she told me last. No, She's no. like, I'm on episode like nine. How long have you guys been doing this? Yeah, like, we're yeah. on episode twenty. Twenty weeks. Yeah, twenty week extravaganza. It's been yeah. Uh, 20 Nights Crazy, my nigga. No. <laughs> that was actually a good mixtape. I think I, I like that out of the three. But that was really? probably like the shortest. I love Monster. Monster? I like Beast Mode the best. See? I mean, just not to be like, you know, cheesy and like. Nigga, fuck yeah. all those pianos. I just things. want to hear shit that slaps, yeah, I love those nigga. frantic If your pianos. name is Zaytoven, there has to be classical pianos. Like, just, those just frantic right ass the... pianos? I don't want to hear that shit the whole goddamn tape. <laughs> oh, man. All that. This shit is cool to me. I don't know. <laughs> Nigga playing green sleeves in the back, and it's <laughs> yeah. like boom, 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 boom. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, in terms of collaborations, um, I mean, besides working with Bass Bear and Kush Jones on the EP, um, there's definitely going to be more collaborations coming down the line, uh, for sure. I know. Um, it's just like, because of the EP and stuff, I was really focused on that and, you know, just getting caught up and honestly procrastinating a little bit too. So, you know, I haven't really had a chance to collaborate with people, you know, during that process. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you'll definitely see some more collaborations down the line for sure. And very very rare emails and shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Got to get the secret email locked down. But um, yeah, I can't wait actually to do those collaborations because, you know, it's just like just expanding my sound and just see what what I, you know, how it is working with other people and stuff. Cause like working with Bass Bear is kind of just like, it's easy cause we're 10 minutes away. So for mm-hmm. us to do work, it's like, it's like a snap. Yeah. But doing work over the internet is totally different. Yeah. Like it can what be you guys do Oh, you guys open up like Google Hangouts. Do you guys FaceTime each other while you're making the beat? <laughs> no, not uh, even. Facebook chat. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> Facebook chat and emails. And I mean, there's programs out there or like websites like, um, Splice. like Splice. Splice? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's only for oh. like uh, for a certain program, but basically in Splice you can just put a put in your project file, and invite that person, and you can just work on that stuff through Splice Damn, in real time, crazy. which is yeah, which is crazy. So it's like when you let um, what is, what is it called um, Geek Squad fucking hack your computer for like ten minutes to fix it? Yeah, no. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a hack. I mean, no, it's, it, just, it, it, it's just like a meeting place to do your work like in real time, basically. That's so crazy. like in you know, before splice it would be just send an email. Check out then, niggas then out. Then wait. Yeah. <laughs> then send like it back, then wait. Aggregator. Yeah, and this one is just it's all it's all there in front of you. Damn, it's check out incredible. niggas out. Young workflow out here. Future. If I had Ableton I'd be working on that shit, but I'm still like an FL studio head. So uh, motherfucking future. They're trying to bring that shit to a MacBook. I was I was like I have crazy. not tried it yet. I but uh, it's all right. It uh it's okay. It's okay. It's Carlos, anything you want to talk about? Oh, Donald Trump's a dumbass. Yeah, this nigga has been <laughs> oh, making it so un—he's making it so uneasy for people to vote. For, like, so yo, he's just a dumbass, and he's alienating every group of people possible. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I have no idea how he's running for president. I have I no idea either. why we're, this, this is still happening. I thought it was a joke. I laughed. I can't wait for the day a bald eagle comes down and swoops his toupee off his head. I laughed about it later that night. Uh, fucking, I love, sorry, I love Anchorman. Yeah, they have to build, they have to build a nest on his head. Nah, it's just like, I don't know, Donald Trump, man. He's definitely a character. He's like the Kanye West of the Republican Party right now because he just yo, does he's, not give a fuck. Like, he yo, is like, he really I'm Donald Trump and this is how it's going to go. Look at my money. Yeah, basically. Now look at my wife. <laughs> yeah, oh, and it's just man. like, now, here are the dumb things I have to say. Yeah, and it's just all the comedians and stuff. Like, John Stewart's having, like, the greatest time of his life oh before God. he leaves. Like, right. it's just like, thank God for Donald Trump. Like, my ratings are going to be so lit, <laughs> you know. People and- can't wait for me to roast this nigga. He's got his hand ready, like, 
Yeah, <laughs> the whole time. And I don't know. And the crazy thing is, I don't know any other people that are, you know, running on the Republican side except for like George Bush's brother and um, mm-hmm. uh, was Chris Christie like still doing it? I don't know. No I think he's like somewhere in New Jersey eating a hoagie. Uh, yeah, he probably is. Honestly. Like, yeah. yo, he's not going to move that out nigga's of made He's going to stay put. That nigga's made of lasagna. Yo. <laughs> oh that nigga's made of, Like, he's got, like, four different cheeses inside. Yo. Oh, shit. Nah, I, I just, I think Donald Trump is, he's fun, but I wouldn't want him to be president. No. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, a reality show. I think, like, <laughs> he's just filming all this, and then he's going to do 16 episodes. You're going to vote him off the island? Yeah. And it's just, like, Trump for president. Like, yo, imagine if he put, like, the giant... Because he put Trump's on everything. He puts his fucking name on buildings. Imagine if he put that shit, like, on the White House. Oh, Or Lord. if he just put it, like, in the Oval Office. He probably privatized everything, man. Yeah, like... It'd be crazy, son. <laughs> this nigga with the wild yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy. You gotta get that out. Oh, man. Uh, he probably privatized everything, son. Yeah. Very dope. This is a dope episode. Yeah. I like this whole interview format. We haven't done a long. Yeah, we haven't done like long interviews. It's like people come, people talk come, about, like, oh, really? talk about bullshit. You know, really? we laugh. So for like the twentieth episode, we got real serious, a special serious episode of Two Belts speaking yeah. about this music. Yeah, focus on you know these three fucking up and coming, killing yeah, the game. Yeah, niggas lit. Yeah. Everything. Certified, nah, verified. Nah, I really do appreciate everybody Great that does shit. listen. I love my moms. Yeah, like I'm, I'm living in my grandmother's basement and stuff. Like I'm not flame doing emoji, anything flame too emoji. <laughs> I partially live. That's where I make all the hip too. Like, yeah, I ain't shit. Yo, this nigga <laughs> really does be there, but that shit is that shit is crazy. Yeah, I niggas. Shit. Yeah, yo, shout out to Coach Jones though, for real, because he. I wish he was here for the summer, but he's like at a camp with some kids, mm-hmm. so I don't even know what kind of stories he has when he comes back, but. Um, yeah, he's gonna I'll, talk to you guys, and his arms are gonna be completely underneath, like his yeah, shoulders. Right. Like you know how he talks. Yeah, right. yeah. He'd be like, the yo, the moment he gets back, I'm sweating him on turntables. I'm sorry, <laughs> sweating him on turntables. Sorry, when you hear this, Kush, just know that Base Bear has all the right intentions for you. <laughs> he said, "Come catch this fade. Yeah. Beat match now. <laughs> yeah, you cannot sink." Oh man! I mean, the only problem was like he's doing the camp thing because he wanted to do shows during the summer, but people were just flaking on him and shit. So he, he was like, "Yo, money. I just got follow the money, so I'm gonna just go and chill with these kids." You know, make music on the side. Like, he's still releasing stuff, but, mm-hmm. yeah, once he comes back, it's going to be like Voltron, honestly. What if he came back inspired to make kid-related music? Yo, if he makes Kids Bob Kid, yeah. like, Club. Kids Bob Juke. Kids like Club. <laughs> yeah, Bob yeah. Club. yeah. Oh, Bob my Juke. God. Yo, yeah, I would not stop him, honestly. Apples w- and bananas. <laughs> oh. Yo, don't get me started. Like, I'm childhood songs right now. Oh, man. Yo. I, I, I just hope that... um that like all these joke club edits and stuff like the vine ones mm-hmm. oh my god Yo, keep those going please really yeah they're I, all hilarious I, oh man i'm not even a fan of them because really? when they yeah because people like think it's okay to play them at like events and shit and i'd just be like oh no 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 it's only a select few like i wouldn't play like there's no way i'm gonna be like dj vine club and just play like all vine club <laughs> yeah, edits. right like, you played i'm not gay no more yo but that's, <laughs> that's not a vine though that's yeah, not a vine that's that was real life. Yeah, that was a full was it real life yo i heard that guy was a phony did I you see know. his bow tie like there's no did you way see his shoes my nigga yo. he's wearing like the genie from aladdin shoes his shit was going up <laughs> you delivered the track yeah just, oh um, man nah, but that, nah that 
that's my one guilty pleasure is that song. I try not to do too much. Okay. I'm not gay, no. And then you play like Vogue right after, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. This nigga's an idiot. That video is classic. Yo, actually, I have a funny story about Blanco. Like a couple like months back when he was doing this, the Tings event for Bear Canvas House. Oh, yeah. He played uh, the Vogue track because he wanted to see how gay this one Rasta at like, the event was. <laughs> he's like, I want to see how gay this dude is because he's like dancing to everything. So he played Vogue and he's like, oh, he's not gay. <laughs> nah, he just, he just really liked the music. That was yeah, it. I was dying. Full fledged gay. Yeah, no, I definitely had like crappy DJ experiences and stuff. Like, I, I recently was at this, um, like, members only jackets or whatever. Yeah. The guys, they did an event uh, at Hotel Americano um, a while back. And basically, it was me and all my friends trying to come through. And security was a dick. You know, they were they were being assholes because, like, we didn't look the hotel part, so to speak. So, you know, it was kind of just awkward for a minute. But once we got there to do the set, I gave everybody, like, members-only jackets. I was like, yo, whole squad will be rolling deep in members-only. And this was during, like, the Mayweather I'm fight. still selling mines. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> what size are you, my nigga? It's medium. Ah, yeah, yeah. It actually runs, like, a small, so extra medium. So if you're trying to buy this shit at my nigga Base Bear... Like a couple of his tracks, and he'll send you the jacket, and yeah, you also right. have to send him money in about an eighth a week. Yeah, yeah. Your girls. No, I'm not even going to say. <laughs> yeah. No, but like just doing that show. Oh man, there was this like one. Uh, it was like a group of women, and one of them was like, "Oh, it's my party," and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Like, congrats." Like, I was in the middle of DJ and shit. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of their friends comes up to me and she's like, "Oh, you know, she might request a couple of songs and stuff." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe she'll." give me like a good song to play so then she walks up to me and she's like hey do you have like tiesto and i was like no like like, i have zero tiesto and then they were asking for like taylor swift and then they were asking for like rihanna and stuff and by the time she requested the fourth time and she was definitely just smacked at this point like definitely drunk and i was like listen i'm glad it's your birthday but you didn't pay me to do this shit so i'm just gonna do my thing for an hour and you're just gonna have to deal with it and then you can do whatever you want afterwards and then Mm -hmm. she just shut up after that so is that essentially how you handle dj requests because i've always wanted to know that in terms of people walking up to the booth saying i want to hear it's real easy (laughs) yeah just say no Yeah. yeah That's that's how all my friends kind of handle it. (laughs) Even my friends, one person, the floodgates open. Yeah, (laughs) all my friends be like, "Yo, my nigga, people come to request shit that either I'm gonna play later or I don't want to fucking play at all, or like, or just two thumbs up. I got (laughs) you." Yeah. I want to hear truffle butter. Uh, you're going to hear it. I don't know. And that's the thing you. that kills me. It's like, you just heard that on the radio. Like, why do you want me to play I got this you. here? Buy me a drink. Never yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> Scumbag DJ. Nigga <laughs> 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 got the hat back around and everything. Know, sometimes it's just easier saying it that way. Like, because if you say no, they'll like, they'll press on it. So it's like, I got you. I bet. Never got you. Never got you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, man. That's that, the motto. Yeah. No, that's seriously. That's that's the best way to just like shun a person out because I'll be like <laughs> yeah hilarious. yeah I'm on it you know the next one gotcha. and then you, and then the show's over and it's like yeah I just didn't it's get like, to it in time like, no, <laughs> we didn't play my track yo let the other DJ know yeah know. it's like I told the other guy man he'll know and I didn't tell that dude <laughs> <laughs> niggas ain't say shit there was no way I would tell another DJ oh. be like yo I missed these tracks that this person requested <laughs> so they wanted Taylor Swift and Tiesto so you just figure that shit out I'm gonna get a drink lol JK yeah <laughs> like. Oh man, oh, you guys are hilarious. Yeah. No, but it's true. Like, it's true. it it really does happen that people still request songs and stuff because everybody feels like they're a DJ or like a selector, like you know, having iTunes or right. SoundCloud and all this stuff, and they make these playlists <laughs> and all that. And it's just like, dude, you you don't get it. Like, I can't I'm wait till I tell somebody like that's the worst song you've ever requested. Get the fuck out of my face. That's yeah, my position, like since I'm 19, like all the kids are younger and they all think that they're like 
DJs themselves, and I'm just like spinning an actual like show, <laughs> and like mid set, some dude gets on stage like, "Yo, bro, play this track." I'm like, "No, no, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, bro." I'm gonna... Yeah, but the thing is now too, like promoters are becoming DJs too. Sure. Oh, that shit. Oh my god, that's, that's crazy. It's the worst group of people to even give that skill. <laughs> I it's mean, the ultimate con. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah, they're going to swindle everyone else on the bill. It's the ultimate con. They're going to swindle everyone else on the bill. Yeah. Like, I get a, I get a four-hour set. All your little niggas get like like 30 minutes a pop. Dude, I, smiley face. Yo, I remember that shit from, from back in the day when I was here at the radio station. Like, uh, There was this guy. I'm not going to say his name in full, but um, this guy named Jay who did like these shows and stuff like in the Lower East Side, like 2nd mm-hmm. half, 3rd half. And I remember he would put, like, seven DJs on one bill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only reason why he would do that is, you know, obviously the DJs have a following. The following comes out. Everybody comes in. And, you know, they just make bank off the bar. But imagine splitting, like, $500 with seven people. That shit is like the Lord. Hunger Games. Like, it's, like, ridiculous. And, yeah, promoters are still doing that. And this was, like, shit, Five six years ago? Oh fuck! Yeah, so it's like the you know the cycle doesn't really change that much, unfortunately. But I think we've been fortunate, uh, at least with Bass Bear and I, with promoters. I just don't play that shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we no no stories, no nothing. Just yeah. no. my niggas bust back. Okay. Yeah, niggas. I think I think we prefer DJs that that start throwing their own parties instead of promoters trying to be DJs. Like it's a totally different feel because I feel yeah. like DJs just relate more. So, like, people like uh, DJ Native Son from D.C., you know, we instantly clicked with because it was, like, he knew the music and he has a hell of an ear and he could throw a show, you yeah. know? He was just, like, he's kind of just, like, a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, really good, good business. Good dude, too. I met good him. business. Yeah, no, Native Son. I met Sun, him at the Sun event, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool nah, dude. real real good, good dude, real chill. You know, they just did a, a selection show recently in D.C. that went way off. Like, it went crazy, like. Man, I wish I was there. But yeah, definitely shout out to him and that whole movement that he's doing. Like in DC, it's just like it's a really great thing, and I'm just glad that we're all kind of just like connected in that way. You know, definitely. Fucking awesome. I say we end around here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's end around here. First episode. I asked this question at the end. It's still 20 episodes later. <laughs> um, where the hell is Terrio? Yeah, where the fuck <laughs> is Terrio? Oh, where's that doing? little? Where's that little boy? Where the hell is Terrio? I still haven't is he found. In school? I, I hope so. Yeah, me like, too. I hope he can read. Yeah, like I don't know. I hope he knows the ABCs of diabetes. Yeah, Terrio, come on. Oh. Did he get signed to Young Money? Yo, now he got signed <laughs> to Maybach Music. Maybach Music. He's like their logo. You know? <laughs> He's like their little logo. Oh man, that's crazy. Terrio, you, you where see, are you? You hear him like breathing mad heavy. <laughs> Maybach. <laughs> oh man! Yo, oh, and he God. had yo, he had leather pants too, God, right? Like at leather, five years old, yeah, he was a success. Like yo, if you have leather pants before you were ten, you probably hit it big somehow. Like, yeah, he probably fucked a lot of stripper bitches. Yo, oh my, That's fucking insane! No. Fucking him with his little sausage fingers. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Holy let's shit. end here. Yeah, on yeah. that note, music Thanks. is the lube, ladies and gentlemen. Thank uh, you guys for coming through. <laughs> Of course. Nah, yeah, shout out to you guys. Much love to you guys. Nah, shout Follow out. these guys on SoundCloud yeah. at El Blanco Nino, yeah. at Bass Bear, and at Swisher Sweet. Yeah, so definitely check us all out. Um, shout out to everybody that supported you know, the past like year or two at least on my behalf. Shout out to you guys because like you, you've seen me since like day one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, I'm, I don't have the luxury of seeing myself transition. Mm-hmm. Like, not on a Caitlyn Jenner type of status, but just, like, <laughs> just musically transitioning from where mm-hmm. I started here at this radio station to this point. You right. guys have been, like, an eyewitness to that. And you guys 
still think I'm cool, and yeah. uh, I appreciate that a lot. You know, man, I remember when you were strictly a laptop DJ. It's yeah, so crazy. yeah, I was on Virtual DJ uh, for a while, actually. <laughs> like freaking Bass Bear saw me DJ on Virtual DJ, and he was just oh, like, man. "Dude, like we can't do this. Like we have to stop. <laughs> we can, I can't like, be seen with you." Just yeah. <laughs> so definitely, just shout outs to everybody in WCCR, mm-hmm. um, City College people, alum. You know, uh, teardrop. Man. I haven't seen in a minute. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Like his Snapchat's been like completely complete. Yeah, yeah. He's been just chilling, doing his own thing, kind of just working, mm-hmm. and hustling. Shout outs to Jen. Uh, shout outs to the wholesome Simmer crew. You want me to go down the list of everybody, or is this going to take too to long? Perp, get the uh, Duchess. Yeah, get the Duchess. Uh, let's see, Tuan, Akil, Angel, um, friggin. I remember Kino took photographs of me really early on to help me out. So shout out to him. <laughs> shout out um, to Kino. Yeah, I haven't seen that dude in a minute. Um, George, well, the George Square guy. So Big George and Little George. <laughs> Big George. Um, Nas. Um, just the two guys behind me, Swish is Sweet, Bass Bear, Kush Jones. Like just everybody involved. I know I can't say all the names because it's really, it's not just me just doing this on my own. It's right. really a lot of good people, you know, just spearheading the type of music that we're doing. And um, you guys should definitely all try to follow them, you know. Uh, I don't know how it's going to look on the podcast if we have like 26 different links. but so I have no f- idea. 60 yeah. fucking tags. Yeah, just like, just follow us three. Nah, we're probably daily. just going to tag y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's faster. way easier. I still will, you know, for some reason, like tagging ASAP Rocky on SoundCloud is like a cheat code to like a yeah. jillion views. <laughs> we did that for one episode and it was like, whoa, we got 2,000, like how the fuck did this happen? Yeah, it's like mad people click the shit by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't love sex drugs. <laughs> fucking... No, nah, but yeah, no, nah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Right. I appreciate it. We'll tune out to 20 more episodes of this shit, apparently. <laughs> to, for, to like for however many more episodes. However more. Yeah, definitely. And Hopefully NPR podcast, more. we coming for you, nigga. Fucking 20 more episodes. We're going to fuck y'all up, We're going to beat right. y'all asses. All right. Oh, Two belts to the ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>